Now, the human mind steps aside, giving way to new realms and reality alternatives. Welcome to the Alt Series. Once again, here we are in Louisville, Colorado at the Crimson Circle Connection Center, ready to begin the shout for the Alt Series, number nine. Hope you're ready. I think Adamus is going to go deep today, but Jeff is getting ready to do that right now. So with that, it's important for us to take that good, deep, conscious breath. Let yourself really get comfortable wherever you're sitting or lying down. Just get really comfortable taking the breath, letting it flow, feeling the energies. Breathe into the heart of you, feeling and respecting yourself, loving yourself. Take that good deep breath, that good deep breath. Breathe, the I am here. I exist. I am that I am. Stay with that good deep breath. Let those energies flow, opening to the energies of Adamus. He's here for each of us with every breath. Breathe as we begin. We can dance if we want to We can leave your friends behind Cause your friends don't dance And if they don't dance Well, they're no friends of mine We can go where we want to A place we'll never find We can act like we come From out of this world Either Far behind, we can dance. We can dance. We can dance. We can dance. We can go where we want to. The night is young, and so mine. We can dress real neat. Our hands to our feet and surprise them with a victory cry We can act if we want to If we don't, nobody will You can act real rude and totally removed And not connect like an imbecile We can dance, we can dance Everything is out of control If we want to We've got all your life and mine As long as we abuse it We're never gonna lose it Everything will work out right We can dance if we want to We can leave your friends behind Cause your friends don't dance And if they don't dance Well they're no friends of mine We can dance We can dance 
everything is out of control We can dance, we can dance We're doing it from wall to wall We can dance, we can dance Everybody look at your hands We can dance, we can dance Everybody's taking, taking I am that I am, Adamus of St. Germain. So welcome, everybody. Welcome to our gathering, our shout. Welcome from all around the world. Ah, yes, indeed. I'm just uh, taking a moment to, to feel, but there's something missing here, something missing. And could that be perhaps my coffee? Uh, yeah, you too, but mostly my coffee. Thank you, dear Carrie. Thank you, thank you. Uh, oh, I appreciate that. Linda, you can set that aside. I won't be eating right away. I just had a big meal at the Ascended Masters Club. Uh, we, had a, we had a big party uh, celebrating things we're going to talk about today. But uh, coffee, indeed, anytime on the planet Earth. And uh, for those who wonder, why would an Ascended Master be drinking coffee, after all? Because we can? It's simple as that. We, we come from every Ascended Master. We're almost at 12,000 now. Every Ascended Master has come by way of Earth. We remember what it's like to be on Earth. We remember what it's like to dance to drink coffee. We remember what it's like to have those bad days, which eventually turn into good days, mostly. Uh, we remember what it's like to have family and friends, what it's like to take a long walk in nature. We remember the challenges. And you know, we, we talk a lot up there. And for those of you who are wondering, is this just a story? No, actually, there truly, really is an Ascended Masters Club. I mean, you're an Ascended Master, you know, why not? What else are you going to do? Just hang around by yourself all day? And we, we have a club we get together. Excuse me a moment here. Uh, we get together. We tell stories. We make jokes about you. Uh, we, <laughs> we, and, and we cry once in a while. We actually do once in a while because we see how difficult humans make it for themselves. Uh, they don't have to. We, we shed some tears, I mean real tears. And of course there's this, there's this whole misconception about Ascended Masters. We just like float around all day, kind of doing nothing, and just, uh, we could do that, but would you do that if you were an Ascended Master? Would you just float all day? Wouldn't you find other Ascended Masters to talk to? Wouldn't you like come back to Earth once in a while? you know, mingle around, talk it up, chat it up with other humans. But no, truly, uh, the Ascended Masters, one thing they have in common 
other than their ascension, of course, is they love the human condition, now that they're out of it. They, they love the experiences that they have. They, they, you know, it's like an ascended master has their own built-in movie theater inside them. They can go back and play the tapes any time they want of their experiences on the planet. We do that all the time. The cool thing is that it doesn't have to be like the human mind remembered it. You could play back the tape, something you thought was just terrible. You could play it back, and you could change it. You can have a, a different ending or different beginning and a middle. You can change it. You'll always remember what the mind remembered, but then you realize that you can go beyond that. You can you can literally change it. The beauty of an ascended master. I really want you to feel into this for a moment. The beauty of an ascended master is they're ascended, and they're obviously in the other realms, you could say. They've finished, they've completed their journey, they're in their own sovereignty, but yet they're at the beginning, taking their first life on earth, going through all the experiences. It's all happening. As you sit here, how do you know it's not just that dream, that tape replay of you being a human on the planet, going through what you are right now? How do you know that you're not just feeling into the experience that you had before you got to be an Ascended Master? Ah, something to feel into. It's all right here. I'm no past, present, future. There's really no actually difference between a human being that you are today and an ascended master that you are. There is no difference whatsoever, other than perception, other than the human saying, "Oh, I'm not there yet. I've got a ways to go. I'm still on my journey. I'm still going through all this." Wrong. In a way, you're really there. You'll know you're really there, of course, when you get accepted into the Ascended Masters Club, one of the nearly 12,000. That's when you finally say, I am there, and I'm here. I now acknowledge that. But anyway, the, back to the point. Uh, ascended Masters, we sit around, we tell stories, we review, go back and, and live our old stories, change them if we want, we drink coffee. You know, there's such a misconception of an ascended master being some grand guru uh, off in some other perfect realm. It is a perfect realm, but we're still very human, and we still like playing that humanness. We still we still have parties. Who, could you imagine being an ascended master and you don't have parties? Worst part is when you're an ascended master, you don't get invited to those parties. That's you know, but. <laughs> But uh, for those of you who are wondering, Ascended Masters, aren't they supposed to be some grand holy being? Yeah, they can be, but they're not. It doesn't really matter. You're, you're ascended. You can play with the energy any way you want. It's your theater. You can do what you want. The big difference between an Ascended Master and as a human, you realize it's just a story. Hmm. You can go in and out of it. You can be the actor or actors. You're not lost in it. You don't feel like you're stuck in it. That's that's the big difference. So let's take a deep breath with that today. And when you finally realize that, by the way, you get accepted into the Ascended Masters Club. You got to die first, but uh, <laughs> you, you get ex- well. At least you get accepted. Uh, so um, today, mm, 
on the list. Yes, we drink coffee. Today on the list, uh, the most important thing we're going to do today is we're going to spend some time during the Marab filling the space with light. Hmm. Filling the space between everything else with light, and there's a lot of space. Some would call it darkness. It's just void, just emptiness. We're going to be doing that, but uh, I get paid by the hour, so I have to perform for an hour. So before we get into the Marab, now it's entertainment time. Uh-oh. That's, not good. That's pretty fun, you know. Uh, You're so, going to make me pass the mic, aren't you? Yes, I am. Mm-hmm, so uh, mm-hmm. the first question is, uh, it's been, what, six weeks since, uh, or eight weeks or 12 weeks, doesn't matter. It's been a little while since Heaven's Cross. How has your life been on a scale of 1 to 10 in terms of gracefulness? How has it been? So Linda's going to run around with a microphone. Scale of 1 to 10, how has your life been in terms of grace? Since heaven's cross. Do I stand? Is 10 the best? 10's the best, yes. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and stand. Okay. I feel like I'm floating sometimes. And um, I feel really moved to really consciously radiate light. Um, I bless my home when I leave. There are certain individuals that I know are having difficulty, and I'm sending grace to them. I find that I'm communicating to others and say, you know, bless you and your family. Not that I'm holier than thou, has nothing to do with that, but I just, I truly, I wish to share blessing with others. One to ten. One to ten. You got to pick a number. Ten. Okay, we got a ten. Uh, I do like your headscarf. Thank you. Oh, uh, could I have it? Sure. I colored her dress kind of boring today. You need a little color uh, to go with the <laughs> rainbow in the back. Uh, I mean, now. Now. Uh-huh. That's two scarves. There are two scarves. Oh, we'll wait for it later. All right, he can be boring. And there's whatever. one with a pin in there to keep if, it in you know, place. Don't, you know. don't worry about it. We'll just let him just kind of fade off into <laughs> boredom. And okay, thank you. So you're a ten. I, I just quick question. I got to ask. How come you just didn't answer the question right up front? It was a simple question, one to ten. The question went out of my mind. Okay, that's a good answer. Uh, yeah, where did it go? Into the void. Into the void. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll accept that. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Great. So she's a 10. Since heaven's cross. Don't you just hate her? <laughs> oh, Next. Come on. Oh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Marco. Marco, Marco. Hi. How is your book coming along? <laughs> <laughs> Commercial time. He paid me. <laughs> yeah, I did. his book all the time. So. <laughs> um, Gracefulness of your life uh, since heaven's cross. It's truly 10. I feel ten. Okay. beyond 10. Okay. There is no number. Wow. I'm oh. quantum. Okay. Uh, Great. <laughs> yeah. Why is I that? Just, uh, any particular reason? I live in Hawaii, man. Yeah. Like, okay. Of course. Okay. Um, kidding. But um, yes. Are you a kahuna? Ka- what, what's that? Uh, like a great priest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, self-appointed. You, uh, you don't uh, have to. I, yeah, yeah. All you have to do is I call grew yourself all a day. kahuna. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, seriously, I, I just live in such 
grace. such true grace. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I uh, since Heaven's Cross, I just feel all the lifetimes are integrating like turbo, like so fast and right. and but it's graceful like it's all like without just i'm not even in aware most of the times mm -hmm. in the dreams um and during the day i just feel cre creative all the time right and i'm just enjoying my own energy my own creation i'm truly i was like how did i fuck miss this before <laughs> i can't i can't even believe that but anyway so good thank you thank you a couple more Life since heaven's cross. I'm going crossed. to France. <laughs> <laughs> Number 10? 10. Okay, yes. good. No disruptions, no uh, inner challenges, no uh, tension? Uh, challenges, uh, the connection is missing. Connection's missing, okay. Uh, and what do you work? Do you have a job? Yes. What kind of profession? Uh, medical doctor. Oh, medical doctor. Oh. Wow, good. Uh, and uh, what, what are your thoughts about your profession since Heaven's Cross, thinking about staying with it, leaving it? With, in my profession, there is no problem with the... No, okay, good. Okay, we've got three tens. Wow. Okay. I would only get a five, but whatever. Don't be so optimistic. <laughs> Greetings. Hi. Uh, I would say a seven. Seven, okay. Yeah. Not a ten. Um, I didn't have big interruptions in my life or any, but I did have a lot of impatience. Uh -huh. And I, uh, I didn't expect fireworks or so, but I did expect some quite human issues to just magically disappear. Right. And they didn't. They didn't. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, can yeah. you share those with us? Um, yeah, sure. Um, abundance, still there. Abundance, huh? Yeah, I'm, I made big changes in my life. Like, mm -hmm. if I look from a human perspective where I came from, it's like a huge change. Right. Then I'm happy. Right. But when I look at sometimes, especially other Chambra who are living the way I would like to be, I'm like, oh, what am I doing wrong? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's, I can't complain too much, but I'm not really satisfied. Okay. We're going to, we're going to kind of address that situation um, later. I would love that. Thank Good. you. <laughs> Good. It's pretty simple. I dreamed about that with you. Oh. And you made it feel so simple. Still, I cannot ground it. Yeah. It, yeah. it doesn't work. We'll ground it today. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> That'd be amazing. A couple more. Grace in your life since Heaven's Cross. Um, two or three. Two or three. Okay. Well, what's going on? Still lots of body aches. Grounding of the root chakra, hips. Oh, wow. Right. Uh, by the um, way, throw out the chakras right away. Well, okay, the hips yeah. area. How yeah, about throw that? out the hips. I mean, yeah. you know, in other words, it, it's all integrating right now. Yes, and it's integrating. Part, and I walk funny. I mean, I'm clumsy. Except how do you I, walk funny? Because of my hips. I'll, oh, I'll, oh. I'll, yeah. Amble along and have to keep my balance. Right. And once or twice, I felt like this is my body and I could walk normally. Mm -hmm. So once or twice. Right. But the rest of the time, three or four. What's three, with the whole hip thing? Uh, how long has know. that been going on? Long time. Long time. Yeah. What, what, where does it come from? 
Um, I think it's shame and doubt. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Oh, excuse me. No, I have yet to know. <laughs> right, right, yet to realize. I'll let that slip <laughs> for now. But you are rather close to the toilet there, just yes. in case. Uh, it, just, just take a wild guess. Where do you think that hip issue comes from? Um, well, not moving forward. No. No? No, no, no. Just feel into it for a minute. It's been a long time uh, carrying somebody, something, family well, I've stuff. I've been a caretaker a long, 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 long time. Long time, long time. And, and some of it's tied into taking care of your family too much. And you know, after a while, I mean, if you're always like trying to carry somebody or something along, it's going to affect your hip. So what do you oh, do? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, let go of that. And then just like... And then the others. <laughs> no, no, no. What I'm saying is stretch it, stretch it. Oh, okay. And, and you know... It's been a long time carrying a bunch of junk. Really wasn't yours. Pretty simple stuff. You just let it go. We're gonna address yeah. that yes. later. Yeah. Yes, I need that. Good. Yeah, there's no you know, on top of that, anybody going through physical issues right now, it's also has a lot to do with just the whole like body, the whole coming to wholeness or oneness. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Hopefully you'll walk out of here today and you'll be about an eight. Yeah. Good. And one more. Life since heaven's cross. Did you just flip me off? <laughs> Three. Three. What's going on? Physical issues. Yeah. What? What in particular? Um, neurological, mostly in my feet, like right. I'm being hobbled. Right. Grounded. Which, A lot of pain I'm, in your feet. Yes. Yeah. Constant. Yeah, mostly feet. Where else? Hands. Yeah. Knee. Pretty much the whole body. Then. Yeah. Right arm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What do you think that's all about? It's kind of. Were you a rum worker? Do you identify with being a rum worker? I don't identify with you it. You don't. Okay. But then I, I'm assuming that that's correct. If you assume, it is correct. Okay. But what's going on with particularly the feet issues? It seems like something is holding me down. Like if there's a question of staying or yeah or leaving, it's kind of, kind of more about uh, actually being grounded. Uh, you know, if you're not grounded, if the energy is not flowing through, you're going to run into feet problem uh, problems, in particular a little bit with the knees too. But uh, I mean, you're you're correct in saying. You're not really sure uh, if you want to stay or leave, and that's fine. I mean, can you just be okay with that? I don't know if I want to stay or leave, but it doesn't make a difference. I'm here today, maybe not tomorrow. Right. I mean, no. What I'm saying is, get over the emotional struggle with it. Big deal. I, I do believe everybody sitting here, most of you online, had the same issue. Do I really want to stay? Oh no, I shouldn't be thinking that. Oh, I should be happy all the time. No, oh, you're gonna you're gonna wonder about it. Should I stay? WTF? Why? I mean, I, I'd like to have a good debate with Shambra. Why are you staying? What is wrong with you? Are you <laughs> are you crazy or something? You know, it's like why? But I do know why. Uh, okay, good. Uh, hopefully, you'll walk out of here uh, with <laughs> your feet feeling good and at least uh, about a seven. Thank you. Okay, I bring this up. The whole issue of grace after Heaven's Cross. Uh, We've been talking about it at the Ascended Masters Club, and we've been measuring the, all the after effects 
since Heaven's Cross uh, through the Crimson Council. We did not know. Uh, I didn't say I don't know, but we did not understand the implications of everything that was going to happen. And there's a tremendous amount of physics behind it, but we did not understand what was going to happen. A lot of times we could take a look at the energetic trends. You know, you can see which way the way the boat is, uh, the ship is heading out to see about where it's going to go. And usually, you don't have to be psychic. You just you know have to be an observer. Here's where things are probably going to go. With Heaven's Cross, we just didn't know. It could go anywhere. Now, there were certain things that were more likely maybe to happen, but any little thing could have set it off in a different direction. There was a lot of concerns about what would happen. You know, you you open the sky up basically, and you let all this other energy in. And you don't know exactly what's going to happen. One little thing could have triggered it. We were concerned about how graceful the planet would remain, how graceful you would remain through this whole process, because it's a big deal. I mean, it's about the biggest deal that's come along since, uh, well, even before Jesus, uh, even before Atlantis. It is a huge deal. Opening up uh, the realms. Opening up to this whole new energy coming to the planet, it's a huge deal. Now, I know some of you were very, very disappointed and you griped at me. Uh, Damas, nothing happened. I expected big explosions on March 23rd. I expected the economy to crumble, the world to go to war, the weather to turn bad, uh, and nothing happened. And my answer to that is whew, good. Then you did your job. Those of you who were realm workers, how many identified with being realm workers? Yeah, a lot, a lot. You did your job, and those who were on earth also grounding and doing the work and keeping things moving forward, you all did your work. And therefore, ultimately, the Heaven's Cross, at least up to now, the apocalypse has been pretty graceful surprisingly graceful, quietly graceful, to the disappointment of some of you that wanted all this big stuff to happen. But it's been graceful. And that's, that's very important in this whole thing, particularly those who worked in the other realms, knowing that there had to be a smooth transition. Otherwise, it could have been catastrophic, uh, and little things could have thrown it off. I'll give you a few examples. With Heaven's Cross, and shortly after, uh, and this occurred when we were doing one of our gatherings in Kona, uh, there was an assassination attempt on one of a major world leader that could have sent the whole planet and its economies into disarray. And it didn't happen. I mean, it was all planned. Everything was moving forward on it. It was going to happen. But at the last minute, something changed that. Now, it wasn't because uh, a bunch of you were, uh, were praying for change. It wasn't because you wanted a certain outcome. It was enough light was in the situation to have this, um, this palace coup uh, averted. And some of you might think, well, it would have been a good thing, but not really so much because of the uh, disruption that would have occurred as a result of it. 
there was a number of things that could have happened since Heaven's Cross, and I don't want to get into the drama of all of it, but could have happened that hasn't. It's been a very graceful transition for the most part for the planet. Now, I say that, and a lot of things are coming up also, a lot of things in, in your near future. I'll talk a little bit more about it in the Pronost update, but there's a lot of things. But now I'm comfortable that it can be done relatively gracefully in your own personal lives. I would say on a scale of 1 to 10, Chambers probably, on average, probably about a 5 or a 6. Some are hitting about a 1 in terms of gracefulness. Some get a 2 because they're going through holy hell, but they try to keep smiling. Uh, some are going through tremendous disruptions in their lives, and but understanding, they understand why it's happening. Uh, for There's a lot of reasons, but they understand it. So they're taking a deep breath and allowing themselves to go through it. Uh, but it's disruptive when you have that many things happening in your body. Body issues, probably the biggest right now. Mental stability, huge with Chambra, uh, huge with being able to try to maintain a regular life and you know everything's changing. A uh, lot of issues right now with some of the Chambra calling it uh, vertigo or just being dizzy or a lot of them are saying, well, I'm just getting old. I don't have a memory anymore. It's nothing to do with that. It's a whole change of systems that's that's occurring. So in general, Chambra, five, six in terms of the gracefulness, but you're getting hit first. You're the ones who are feeling the effects of it first. It's it's in your body. It's it's affecting your your mind and everything else that's going on. Right now, I say it's kind of a quiet period on the planet, kinda, because there's changes happening at very deep levels of uh, I'm going to call it metaphysics or Adamus physics, things that are happening at very deep levels. Most people have no clue what's happening, but it's affecting everything eventually. The work that you did as an earth worker, as a realm worker, a lot of it had to do with not only opening up the, the, uh, the accessibility to the divinity, to the higher realms, but doing it in a smooth fashion. So the question is for, for you, and uh, by the way, if you get the answer right, Linda, I believe, has $100 cash for whoever gets it right. So, and can you show evidence that you actually have it? So, are you saying that the Jeff didn't give me that as a gift? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> that was my money, uh, not Jeffrey's, not Calder's. Okay, so you have 100. Would you mind laying it right there? I don't want to tantalize everybody. So, whoever gets it right. So, what is happening right now? Couldn't you just have a one one hundred dollar bill? No. Okay. Uh, what, what's happening right now on the planet in terms of disruption? What What is happening now? Feel into it for a moment. Don't think it. Feel it. What is happening in terms of disruption on the planet? Okay, Linda's going to pass the microphone. Okay. 
Ja, oh. <laughs> no. What is hap Can you say it again? Sure. Uh, what What is the What's happening in terms of disruption on the planet? And, and, and the the question is deliberately somewhat vague. Mm -hmm. What are, what's the, What's being What's being disrupted right now? Yeah, the truest thing I can find is not like I don't see like a on the level of form. Oh, hold on a second, Linda. That's only. Oh, we got it all here. Good. 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 <laughs> Want to make sure. Like when when I feel into it, it's I feel into it on the planet is the same as our bodies, but there is that light that's coming in, right? And it's interacting with matter, and it's disrupting the 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 way that matter performs, behaves. Like there's at that interface, mm -hmm. there's it's subtle, but it's also gigantic. Right. Like things are changing. And what what do you think it's going to disrupt eventually? That what what is the uh, the end result or the manifestation of this disruption you speak mm. of? That's a good question. I can feel into the potential of it, mm -hmm. but I'm a little bit scared. I was actually having this conversation with Marco. I might be a little bit scared to actually kind of assume or know what's next in my mind mm -hmm. because it feel I can feel the potential of what's forming, but I don't know what that form is, like mm -hmm. what it's going to do. Right. But I feel it. Right. Okay, good. Yeah. No, that's important. Uh, sometimes just feeling it, like you say, oh, you're not done yet. Uh, don't hand that oh. back. Uh, oh. Sometimes uh, just feeling it is good because you, you don't have to define it quite yeah. yet. But So you're feeling it, and just on a, more of a global scale, how do you think it will manifest? Just take a, take a wild guess. A wild guess. I think things are going to start happening that blow people's minds. Like... <laughs> The like track. aliens landing? No, not aliens yeah, landing, not but aliens. like the tracks that we think on are going to be blown up. Right. We're gonna, a form is going to happen that we're going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, by the way, aliens are banned from the planet right oh, yeah, now, right, so right. if any of you are into all that, uh, they're banned. Uh, they can't come yeah. here. So okay. unexpected or weird things? Weird things. Uh, uh, give me just a wild example. If you were a science fiction writer, what would what would you write about? I don't know. It's like it feels like my mind just halts when you say when you say that. Yeah, that's, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, just, you can make something up. <sighs> whatever you know, you're a writer. You can make up whatever you want. I don't know. I can't. I can't think of anything. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you think of something, holler at Linda. She'll run back with a microphone. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Another one. Disruption. Yeah. Okay. What's what's. What's kind of happening on the planet in terms of disruption? <laughs> Hi. Hi. I think the human brain's getting um, not quite rewired, but reevaluated. In general, and with all humans? In general, I think people okay. are reevaluating their lives, right. their direction. Wasn't that wasn't that something COVID did? It helped. Yeah, it helped. But I think it's getting in deep now. Right. People are going, "Gee, I've, I've done that my whole life for a goal," and it's like, "Whoop, goal's gone." Um, so reevaluation. Yeah. Okay. Brain. Uh, what percent of the population just 
just take a wild guess, would be uh, having this happen in their brains, like everybody. 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 Okay. Everybody. I mean, wow. I mean, right across the board. Although uh, some people are so entrenched that uh, you don't see a whole lot of outward change. Right. Right. But man, you look in their eyes and they're going what the fuck right you right. know it's like oh some, yeah. something's screwed on different yeah and how do you think that's going to manifest and uh, you know everybody's going through this like you know the frontal lobotomy and how do you think it's going to show up uh with people i look forward to the changes but i will not predict them okay wise very wise, yes. Yeah, yeah. But if you're just going to make something up, I mean, off the record, is that camera? Oh, yeah. Off the record, uh, <laughs> what, what, what would happen? I think you're going to see um, values change, right. both monetary mm -hmm. uh, values uh, um, and directions change. That was vague. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, is yeah. pretty vague. Okay. Tough question, though. I mean, it's a tough question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. Straight people go weird. Gay people go straight. straight. I mean, just <laughs> everything. Everything. The planet is changing. Everything yeah. changes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. Thank you. And looking forward to it. Good. Yeah. A couple more. Okay. A couple more. Let's see where this goes. Okay. So what's what's uh, what's happening in terms of disruption right now, and um, how does it manifest? It feels like what's old is presented, and um, uh, the resistance to what's new. Right. And, right. Um, it's almost like these opportunities or potentials. I see it with just uh, friends and regular people, mm -hmm. and um, they're resisting the opportunities, and then they get totally frustrated with their lives yeah so i imagine on a macrocosm that's the uh, on a bigger scale it's happening in that light as well okay okay it's it's almost like um and i feel it with myself as well it's like i'm on this on this train or rail and just just a slight thing happens and mm. i can just fall off so easily mm because of the resistance to what's available right and so to me it seems like that's going to it's causing a lot of uh ups and downs and uh so how graceful has your life been since heaven's cross it can be a 10 and it can be a zero ah there you go that's a <laughs> good answer it, yeah all and, and everything in between it, it, all at the same time. All at the same time. All at the same time. And the adjustment. Yes. You know, I keep reminding myself I'm just adjusting. Yeah. And so. Yeah. And it's more than adjusting. It's uh, it's total transformation. But uh, by the way, the correct answer to that question, uh, how graceful has your life been, is a zero to ten. It's all of the above, all at the same time. Everything's changing. Yeah. 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 Okay. One more. Uh, thank you. One more about the disruptions. Okay. I want to pick a young person. A newbie. Which uh, of you? You decide. Oh, he wants uh, oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you picked it. Hi. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> so, Glad you're here. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so I think that one big dis disruption is that I see mostly my friends and people around me, they're used to doing things with a lot of gravity in it right. and uh, getting energy in that way. Mm -hmm. But 
after Heaven's Cross, it seems like there's another path that they can choose. Right. And uh, they, I don't know. I think they, they're getting tired of it. Right. So I look at them and be like, just open your eyes and you know just just see the the other path that is right in front of you yeah but they insist on it and i think they will keep insisting on it mm -hmm. um th that way of doing things yeah uh so yeah and i think it's gonna take a while do you see any uh like on a more a kind of a global scale anything in particular happening yeah uh, as a result of the disruption and, and if so what yeah i think uh, uh it's it's becoming more democratic Mm -hmm. um, on an international scale, right? Um, I do see potential for new monetary systems, mm -hmm. uh, and and people going crazy. And people going crazy. Yeah, yeah. Good. Going, yeah, that's yeah, going real crazy. Yeah. Good. Thank you. So um, nobody hit it on the head, but but you had, you had it the closest, so you get the hundred. Uh, yes. Um, mm, few. Oh. Yeah. 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 So uh, you were talking about. The disruption right now is about. Would you like me to distribute? Yeah, it yes, please. Yeah, yeah, Thank you. yeah, yeah. I think she would enjoy that. Uh, the closest, because you were saying that there is the whole factor of light uh, right now on the planet, and that's really what's changing. And I ask you to really feel into it. it it's easy to kind of overthink it, but what's happening right now is that the. The, the light that's coming in as a result of Heaven's Cross, the, the apocalypse, is changing the very nature of reality itself. It's changing everything on the planet. And Calder talked about it a little bit uh, in one of his articles, and I talked about it at some of the, uh, well, the recent Quixote. When the, the light changes on this planet and it's not just don't think in terms of volume but in in terms of the luminosity the glow the expansiveness on light comes in uh it change it affects matter it affects uh the particles and it affects thoughts as well suddenly there is more luminosity suddenly there's more available light, which is essentially just energy, that comes in. And that is a huge disruptive force on the, the status quo, on the way things have been on the planet for a long time. And it can be very, very disruptive. It could blow things apart. What you have right now is a, is a uh, kind of the physics of the planet are kind of held together in a fragile way. They're held together uh, through mostly gravity, uh, but then also the elements of time and space and electromagnetics. But it's mostly gravity. And gravity is not just a uh, what you consider the physical thing of objects falling to the ground. Gravity is the thing that holds reality or rather illusions together. You interject more light into that because there's enough beings within that gravity you here on the planet, enough beings that have opened yourself up to more consciousness and it starts changing everything. It's a disruptive force. The light that comes through into this reality is, it begins, it, and again, don't think of it in terms of faster or bigger, but just more glow to it. And there's, it disrupts 
everything along the way. And that's why I started by saying that Heaven's Cross has been pretty graceful, up to now anyway, pretty graceful. Things could have really blown apart, or it's an and-or situation. Could have blown things apart because of the fragile nature of the way this reality is held together. Or it could have caused everything to go stuck. You know, it could have been almost like a shock to the system. It could have really caused things to just freeze up uh, and and lock up. You you know what it's like when you have an emotional situation in your life and you free, sometimes it freeze freezes up. And it ends up getting stuck in the body, and then you got to spend years of therapy, and ultimately come to Crimson Circle to let it go. So that that is kind of what's happening on the planet right now. Since the apocalypse began, it's been pretty quiet, but we have this element of light flowing in. Again, I talked about it recently in Kihak, that the reality is created by the difference in. There's not a good word for it, a good human word, but let's just call it the difference in speed between the light, the natural light of the soul, of consciousness, and then the light that uh, comes into a reality like this. Like they're from the same ray, but one kind of dips down to go into experience. Now you have a difference in the, I'm going to call it the speed, but it's not really that, the speed of light, and that difference in the speed of light creates gravity, which then creates uh, ultimately particles, and, and even um, thoughts have a, have a gravity to them. So it's in, we're in that zone, that in-between zone, which, which would be a, a clear light that's always present, but just kind of goes through this reality, and then the light that dips down to create this reality or illusion, if you want. That's changing. That particular ray is changing. So it's got to change everything on the planet. And that's really what the apocalypse is all about. When, when that ray of light changes, partly because of the humans on the planet who had brought in more consciousness into their being, uh, it, it creates a different, um, you could say, attractant or grounding for that light. So everything is getting disrupted right now. And it's you don't really see that much in the outer world right now. You're feeling a lot within yourself because so much of it is happening at those deep levels. Most people aren't even aware of it. Most people won't be aware of it for a long time, other than they're going to start observing very strange things happening. Now, when I say strange, the economy, that's not really that strange. And the economy is going to have its ups and downs. I'm talking about really strange things that uh, just go beyond what humans could have imagined five or ten years ago. Really strange things, in, in particular, a good chance of really strange lights in the sky that nobody can figure out. And some people they have a lot of theories. It's a meteorological event. It's uh, it's the, has something to do with the changing Earth magnetics or something. But nobody's really going to figure it out. Strange, uh, seen by a lot of people, these very strange lights. And then they're going to say it's the aliens. But you would tell them I said aliens are banned right now. Uh, and weird things happening that nobody can really quite explain and, and identify. 
Those are the things that are going to be happening, and it's going to disrupt a lot of other things in the meantime. Uh, more of the traditional things you think about. It's going to disrupt uh, uh, everything from politics to money. Those are the obvious ones. Uh, and it's going to be very, very disruptive on the human mind, the human mind in general. People won't understand it. A lot of them are going to feel something, but not knowing know what's happening, and they're going to think they're going crazy. They're going to think they are just going nuts. So uh, we've talked about it in the past, but there's going to be this whole new crazy factor on the planet, and people acting out in very weird ways. So let's bring it back to you: disruptive forces in your life, and it takes place when. That light comes in and basically activates or starts filling all of the space between the particles and and the thoughts. And we'll do a Mirab in just a few minutes about that. Whatever you're going through right now in your life, uh, it's a 1 to 10 on the grace level. It's a 1 to 10 in terms of uh, good days, bad days. They're all happening and they all start getting jumbled up together. And you can simultaneously feel very, very good and very, very bad all together. And the thing to remember is it's just disruption that's happening, but disruption that you ask for, uh, wanting the changes within yourself. And if the planet changes also, so be it, but wanting those changes within yourself. A very long time ago, we, Tobias and then I picked up on it. We we started talking about passion. You know, one of the most challenging things about awakening is that the the old passion is gone, and it it feels empty. There's there's nothing there. The passion is just you know, why get up in the morning. What's happening right now, post Heaven's Cross, is that the passion returns, but it's very different. The passion isn't for just like things like cooking, but that that could that could come to the surface, or painting, or helping other humans, or whatever happened to be. The new passion is simply uh, letting your light shine. That's it. That's it. And some of you may think, well, that's kind of boring. Not at all. That passion is returning now, and whereas before it might have been a nice thought, say, I just want to be here on the planet shining my light. Now it's actually very doable and appropriate. That light, that light from the apocalypse, is here. Now you can actually do it, and as you do, it's back to benching. As you do this conscious benching, there there is a renewed sense within you that this is exactly what you came here to do. You've got this factor of. What I'm calling new light that's occurring. You have the factor of uh, also eventually consciousness and energy melding together, being being together. That's why you came here, and that's the passion that some of you have already been feeling, but the passion that you'll continue to feel. So when you ask that question, why am I here on the planet? Why should I stay? It's for exactly that. Let that passion of the light. Start coming through. Let's take a deep breath with that. There's so much happening in physics on the planet right now, most people are unaware of. The thing is that you are creating that new physics. The physics of light, 
on the planet and how it really works, how it affects all reality. And uh, as again, as I talked about in some of our recent gatherings, the, the new understanding, the metaphysics of light goes far beyond anything that's ever been proposed or talked about by physicists or even quantum physicists. The difference in the speed of light creates reality. You want to change reality, you and, and again, it's not speed. It's uh, uh, there's not a, a human word for it, so I'll just call it the luminosity of light. The difference between the luminosity of light on a uh, on a pure level and on what you call a material level is what creates the reality. And now you have access to more luminosity in this reality. On this level, imagine what it can do. Imagine what it is doing right now inside of you. The quiet period here after Heaven's Cross is kind of a blessing because it's allowing that light to really come in and fill all those spaces. One of the great uh, misconceptions on the planet, and and disappointments too in, in my opinion, is the lack of understanding of dark of of dark and you know everything from the religions that are you know always battling the dark forces and they they even created satan and uh you know this this devil like being uh, to give face to give humanness to the dark that's the battle we're going to we're going to you know, annihilate the dark and it's the evil and the bad Tobias said it many years ago uh the darkness is simply your divinity waiting to be filled with light. The darkness, the void, the nothingness is simply your energy in a neutral state waiting to be activated. That's all it is. But humans had to turn it into the bad guy, the ghoul, the devil, uh, and we're going to battle this, and and then uh, to make to make it even worse, the new age took it on. We are light workers, and we're going to carry our swords, and we're going to call in Archangel Michael, and we're going to beat the shit out of the darkness, and we're going to shine our light everywhere. Well, it's not real light that they think they're shining. It's kind of a, a false do-gooder energy. They had no clue what dark was. There's no dark. There's no there's no dark as in proposed by the religions and by the New Age and the others, not this thing to battle. It was simply something that was waiting for the light, for the right time. That's all it is. Such a shame that, that the world's population, humanity, took on dark as an evil force, as an outside force. All they were doing is slaying themselves. All they were doing is taking that sword and stabbing it right into themselves. In the advanced metaphysics that we're dealing with, the understanding of light, and light is light is simply energy that has been in a dormant state, energy that is now being called or activated into conscious service. That's all it is, and the light is always there. Your your soul light is never not present, but you can live in the illusion uh, that that it's not there. Or you can accept a certain amount of a ray of that light uh, to help create this reality, but then you can also easily change it simply by 
you could say, allowing more luminosity to the light that comes in. But back to the point, it's such a shame that humans have believed for so long that dark was bad, that there was an evil force. There's not. Uh, it was a great game, I guess, for a while. But there's not. There's not a counter force to, uh, to your soul. You can have a lot of different experiences in the soul. You can have a fun life or a bad life, an abundant life or not abundant. But the metaphysics that we're talking about now, we go beyond the old concept, and the disruptive force on the planet right now is the new understanding of light and dark. The understanding that the difference in the speeds of light creates reality, and eventually you can literally have that light that's come in now with the apocalypse easily change the reality. Easily. Now, I'm going to put out a challenge to Chambra here, uh, and uh, we'll have this challenge go, let's say, through the end of the year, and then we'll, we'll come back and monitor it. But the challenge is pretty simple. You spent your whole life and lifetimes battling things. All of you had a, a physical or a metaphorical sword that you carried with you. You spent your whole life in battle, in many different ways, literally in battle. Um, a lot of you battled for uh, religious um, forces. A lot of you battled in armies for, for countries. But most of the battling was done on an everyday basis, trying to get things for your life, working too hard to try to accomplish something. You're a great sword carrier. Uh, put it down. Put it down. You, 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 you use your force and your energy. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to make it happen. Fuck that. Seriously. Drop it. You're so used to working hard, battling hard, fighting for things. And then when you, get, when you have some sort of accomplishment, you get something, you're so proud. I'm a tough warrior. I'm a battler. I can make it happen. I can power my way through all these energies. I'll fight my way into it. Then you get some, you win a few little battles, I mean little battles, and you think you're some grand warrior with energy. No, no, not anymore. Of course, this isn't just you. This is the way the world operates. This is what people do. I got to work for it, battle for it, fight for it, overcome things. And then you get real proud of yourself. Look what I overcame in my life. Look at my personal issues, my emotional issues, my business issues, and I've done all this stuff and battled for it. That ends. That all ends. That's going to be a tough one because that's the way you're used to doing things. That's the way the planet is used to doing things. The challenge is stop the battle, stop the fights, stop all the hard work, stop thinking that uh, everything has to be so hard and rigorous, and now receive. I've talked about it in a hundred different ways. Energy serves the Master. Uh, let energy serve you. I'm going to put it this way. L now receive. It's all right there. It's in the light that comes in with the apocalypse. It's there for your body. You do not fight your body anymore. And so many of you are still doing that. You have an owie somewhere and you fight it. it mentally, you're like, I'm going to overcome that. I'm strong. I'm going to positive thinking. And you're just battling. That's all. 
I have abundance issues. Oh, I have, and I've, I've got to work hard, and I've got to. What am I doing wrong? Well, I see other people, and they work really hard, and they're abundant. Maybe I'm not working hard enough. Maybe I'm not smart enough. That is a battle. I'm not smart enough. That's a battle. I don't know the tricks. That's a battle. It's one simple thing to receive. Now, that is perhaps the biggest change that comes as a result of the apocalypse. You've been pretty graceful, mostly up to now, on, on this. Uh, disruptions at major levels. But I see in Shambar that you're still battling. I'm going to take this light and I'm going to whip the, the crap out of all my problems and I'm going to overcome my physical ailments. No. Now the tough part is that is ingrained in you and in humans. That somehow you have to work through energies. Somehow you have to exert yourself. You gotta, you gotta be either smart or hardworking or good-looking. One of the, one of the three, and to overcome the things, life becomes a constant series of these uh, uh, hurdles that you're trying to overcome, and you get kind of good sometimes, once in a while, overcoming hurdles, and then you think, oh, see, I did it. I'm, a, I'm a master because I can overcome hurdles. If you are a master, there would be no hurdles in the first place, none. That's the challenge to each and every one of you. You become a receiver of your own light. No more forcing, no more, no more battling. Now I'm having a little argument with Caldry here. He's so funny. Uh, <laughs> he's saying, does that mean I just have to sit on my ass on, on the sofa all day and play video games? If you want. Uh, but you find out that life becomes fun. Why would you want to sequester yourself, sitting on your ass on a sofa playing video games, when you have your whole life now and it's not a battle? Why do people do these things? It's a battle. You're playing video games. It's just another battle. It's a battle in a virtual reality. What do you do? You're battling others, right? I, I don't, I, I've never played a video game, nor do I desire to, but is there a video game where it's just about Melding back together with yourself, the masculine feminine. Adam and Isis coming back together, and then you allow all the light to come into your life, and you have realization beyond into the other realms, and yet so grounded here in the planet. Is there a video game called I Am Enlightened? I doubt it. Even a video game, sitting on your ass uh, all day playing video games, you are battling, trying to overcome something. The challenge to each and every one of you, all of you now, is to become the receivers, to let it into your life, to get over the battle you're having with the abundance. And that's all you're doing is you're battling it. And you know, it's, it's kind of fun, I guess, up to a point, but then why not just receive? Why not just – and it's that simple. You are this plant <laughs> – you, all of you, are this planet's metaphysicians. You are. The planet, the other humanity, is relying on you. You are creating the new physics. And now the challenge is a big one. Stop battling. If you find yourself battling for everything, for anything, stop. Take a deep breath. It's an old habit. It's an entrenched habit. Light does not need to battle light. Light does not need to battle the darkness at all. 
It does not need to overcome anything. It simply needs to receive. That's it. It's going to be a challenge, and you're going to, <laughs> to, to do this, to stop battling things within yourself first and then other people, but start with yourself and receive. And then you're going to try this, and you're instantly going to go back to the battling. We'll have to work hard at receiving. No, 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 it's not the way it works. The Master allows the luminosity of the light to change the nature of reality in their life, and then everything else changes. The old paradigm on this planet of work, fight, work, fight, work, fight, and then maybe celebrate a little before you go back to work, fight, work, fight, it's done. It's over with. That is perhaps one of the biggest uh, overlays and flaws of mass consciousness. And it's time for that to change. And it's going to start with you. Uh, I've, <laughs> I've had this discussion with some of the other Ascended Masters. I told them what we're going to be doing, and they laughed and laughed and laughed. And they said, Adamus, you must be smoking something down there in Colorado, because that just ain't going to happen on the planet. I strongly disagree. I disagree because, A, you're the metaphysicians, you were the realm workers, you were the ones here on the planet. Even if you weren't a realm worker, you were doing the inner work that was so necessary to make all this happen. And now the next step, it's a big one. No battling. Receiving. Feel that. Feel what that's like for a moment in this beautiful safe space. Just receiving your light. Not not some something out there. Just your light. Not trying to overcome odds. Not trying to set up situations for yourself so you can try to overcome it. And so many of you do that. So many of you do that. Why do you do that? Why do you set up situations so that you can just overcome it? So you can overcome it. What you want to see how how high the next hurdle can be, and when you overcome that after falling down twenty times and really killing yourself, you're going to put the hurdle even higher. Let's end that old old paradigm on the planet and receive your light. It's that simple. Into your body, into every cell. Receive that light into your, into your consciousness, into your thoughts. Don't worry about the details, because they take care of themselves. Don't worry about, how am I going to get my abundance? Forget abundance. Forget lack of abundance. Let that word go out of your vocabulary. Now it's about just receiving. And just receiving the luminosity of your own light. In doing so, you change the dynamics of your pure soul light, and then the ray of light that comes into this to create this reality. You change that luminosity, and it changes the nature of reality. Boom! That's it. That's it. You don't have to work at it. You don't have to slay it. There's nothing to fight anymore. Not not even your own emotions or your emotional imbalances. And, oh, good Lord, you fight your, 
your mind, your thoughts, your ba- uh, your your old memories. Put down the swords. Put down the tricks. Put down the desire to see if you can jump a bigger hurdle. What you can do by letting yourself now receive your light will change the world. It starts it has to start somewhere, and I told the other Ascended Masters, we're going to start it. We're going to start it right here, right now, today. Y'all can try to catch up later, but we're going to start it. That is the challenge that goes out to all. Receive. That's it. One word, receive. I don't want you taking this word and writing long theses about it and, and writing these complex procedures. Take a deep breath and receive. You already know what you're receiving. You don't have to even think it out in your mind. You don't have to battle anything that would get in your way, any, any uh, obstacles. Because in true receiving, there are no obstacles. You don't have to work at it. If you find yourself working at receiving, stop. You've just gone into battle mode. Stop and just receive. Now that we're into the apocalypse, we're going to get practical about it. We're going to start changing a very old, ingrained habit within yourself and within human consciousness so that life is about receiving. Let's take a good deep breath with that. Good deep breath. You've been working so damn hard as realm workers, as earth workers, so damn hard on so many things. Now we've got this new variable, this new element available right now after Heaven's Cross. It is a new light. That's here for you. Let's begin using it by ending the battles. So with that, let's put on some music for our Mirab of the day. Take a good deep breath and just feel the feel the energy uh, wherever you are right now. Just feel the energy, and here in the room, the light is here. Now, receive. This is so simple. So simple. Now, in this Marab, we're going to let that light start coming in and filling what you would call the, the void, the darkness, the space. It's your light. That space, that darkness, simply your energy. That's it. Just waiting. Just waiting. Until now. It comes in very gracefully as not to overwhelm you, because if it just flooded in in a, in a moment, it would, it would cause a lot of overwhelm. So just assume that it's coming in in its perfect way. Take a deep breath. 
This reality is uh, what's made up of what some call matter. Matter is just very condensed light or energy. It takes form or shape as an atom. An atom has numerous components to it, electrons, neutrons, and such, and they're spinning around. The fact is they're really not spinning at all. It's just condensed light. It appears to be spinning. It's kind of interesting. The appearance of spinning is really the uh, the effect of uh, the gravitational hold on light itself, now masquerading as particles. It's really not spinning. It's just condensed, but it appears to be spinning, according to scientists, physicists, but it's not. Even thoughts are, they're, they're kind of like matter in a way. They're more like waveforms. Well, it's just condensed light or energy. I like to think of all your thoughts, your memories, your past. I like to think of them, they're just kind of bubbles floating around out there. And you know, between all these bubbles and between all the atoms, all everything, there's a tremendous amount of space. This is something that is commonly accepted in science and physics. There's a lot of space, a lot of nothingness. It's kind of interesting because you actually can't measure the distance. You really can't, even between uh, the atoms. But there's just a lot of space. And between your thoughts, there's a lot of nothingness. Sometimes in your thoughts, there's nothing. <laughs> and you know, I've always wondered why more humans haven't asked, well, what's, what's sitting there? What's, what is this space? What, is it a force? Is it uh, just nothing? Is it just uh, darkness that we simply don't understand how it's created, why it's there? Why is there space in the first place? Who came up with that idea? Why is there all that space? Humans like to fill space. They don't like empty space. I don't, I don't know why, but they got to fill space. Your house, furniture, junk, cities. You got to fill that space. Oh, there's an empty lot. Let's build something there. But yet, you've got all this space between matter, between thoughts. Very few have ever asked, what is that space? What, what the hell are we supposed to do with it? The fact is, it's divinity, it's energy, just waiting. Not necessarily holding it together. What holds it together, holds all these thoughts and particles together, is simply the difference or the variation between what you call pure soul light and and the light that 
you're using uh, as you're playing to be planning or playing at being human. That light starts coming in now and filling the space. It doesn't rush in and not like suddenly opening the damn gates and it all comes flooding. And it doesn't come from any one single direction. It doesn't come from above or below. It just suddenly, you know, it's like, well, it's like uh, having a dimmer switch on a light. It just slowly starts illuminating that space. That's what's happening right now with the apocalypse. It doesn't fill that space with fairy dust. It doesn't fill it with lollipops, sugar drops. It just fills it now with light, little by little. And, and don't rush it. No, here. Don't force it. Just receive it. That's it. Just receive it. It's not a battle. It's not a race. It's not a timed event. You just receive it. And there is such beauty and majesty in it. See, the battles are over now. Having to conquer or be conquered, having to effort and drain yourself, that's over. Here, right now, just receive that light. It starts to fill that entire space. And just observe how it, it comes in so very gracefully. Some of you are thinking, okay, now is this is this light between the spaces? Is it going to give me more money? Is it going to make my body better? Stop it. That's being so human. Just receive this light. You say, well, now is it going to make the uh, the atom spin more? Is it going to make my thoughts uh, cleaner, more pure? Stop it. You're being so damn human. You just receive it. There's nothing to overcome here. There's no, no illness. There's no abundance lack or anything. There's nothing to overcome. That is an old game. An old game. And we are going to change that. It's all matter right now. This is as simple as it gets to receive 
that light. Into spaces that have been void and vacant for so very long. This is the core of embodied mastery right here. Receiving without agenda, receiving without trying to affect an outcome, just receiving. That's it. I can feel the questions from so many of you. Is it going to give me more energy? Is it going to give me more confidence? Stop that. You see, that's just a battle. It's almost like you're begging for it. You know, when you start getting into that, it's going to make me younger, happier. You see, you're setting up a conflict. You're setting up a. Uh, you're also setting up a base of reality. It's like saying, you know, I'm an asshole. Is it going to make me a nice person? Don't set up that conflict. Just receive it. I know everybody wants a better human life, but I'll tell you this right now. That's not what this is all about. I'd be cutting yourself far short to just be into this metaphysics for a better human life. There's so much more. Embodied mastery goes far beyond just your human life. It comes into your whole soulfulness. Extending far beyond just this human realm. Take a deep breath and please receive this light. It's like there's been this ocean of emptiness between between the particles, between the thoughts, between what you would call the points of reality, just an ocean of nothingness, just waiting for this. The Master allows it to be so simple. This right now, what we're doing, just receiving, is probably one of the most important things you're going to do in your life. Receiving that light that's been available since Heaven's Cross, receiving it and letting it start to illuminate that space. 
Let's face that. Could be called your divinity. Your own energy. I was just waiting in this realm to serve you. There is nothing else you need to do other than to receive this. I say that. That's a big statement. Nothing else you need to do other than just receive this your light. Because then you start getting such amazing clarity about what to do with it. Amazing clarity about your own passion. Amazing clarity about how then this very light serves you. Let's take a good deep breath into letting this light come and fill those spaces, those empty spaces. There never really was dark, was there? And interesting that humans then turn dark into evil, into bad. And got out their swords and started fighting it. Really just slashing themselves. One of the greatest shifts in consciousness and paradigm on this planet is going to be the a new understanding of dark. Well, it's going to change so many things. Can you only imagine if consciousness shifted just even one degree in their thinking about darkness? Just imagine what happens when you allow a new consciousness, a new maturity about that huge cap void that was there just waiting for light. Let's take a good deep breath. One word, receive. It goes back to what we've talked about for a while, but we're going to start living it now. A master allows energy to serve them. A master, an embodied master, lets the light flow into the darkness and then serve them in a whole new way. A way that couldn't have been done before. A master allows that light to flow into all those spaces, changing the very nature of reality. Reality 
as a result of the difference in speeds of light, or probably better said, the speed or the variable difference between dark and light. That's what creates reality. And now you have the light filling the space. It changes everything. Let's take a good deep breath together. Receive. Bring it into right into this reality. So the challenge for everybody, no more battles, no more obstacles, no more tests of undo yourself. Now let the light do the work. Let's take a good deep breath. And this in itself is very disruptive, but it can be very graceful and very disruptive into uh, eons of time of old ways of doing things, old ways of approaching, getting up in the morning as you're putting on your underwear and your shirt and pants. How am I going to battle today? But now it changes. That's a huge, huge disruption, but it be, can be quite beautiful. So that let's take a deep breath together as we bring this shout to a conclusion and always, always, always remembering all is well in all of creation. Thank you. Thank you. So with that, we are just closing this shout. So simply let's just leave it at be with the word receive. Nothing else is needed. Take good deep breaths with it and allow it for you. Thank you for being a part of this Shout 9 of the Alt series. Thank you, everyone, for being a part of this.
Swimming.